0: God damn it, Fishby. You over there sounding all good on the bass. Meanwhile, I'm over here not feeling very good, and I can't believe I'm going to sound very good. I mean, we got a show planned. I mean, who wants to legalize blow? STDs are sky, sky, skyrocketing. And can Ellen really be friends with W? Like, really? Like, what gives, Ellen? What gives, W? Thank you, Fish B. I appreciate the the hot lead. But the problem is, and I don't know if it was the doctor appointment today. I don't know what it is. I do know this, though. Something's not quite right in the old melon tonight. I'm just... uh, uh, the thoughts are racing really bad, and frankly, I'm having a tough time completing any thought in my mind. By the time one thought starts, by the time that thought gets to about 66 and a third percent through, there's about nine other thoughts going that are in various stages of development. And I just... Nothing finishes, everything kind of starts, and I'm just, I'm just kind of stuck here desperately trying to make sense of the world around me, and I can't. The walls don't make sense, the notebook... that Like, nothing makes sense in my head right now. And I know... I know that doesn't make sense as you hear it, but I'm trying to explain it and not doing a very good job. And I'm trying to think about what the fuck is going on with the impeachment thing. There's... I mean, do I really have to talk about the impeachment thing? Because I don't, I don't want to talk about the impeachment thing because I feel like we can get stuck in this trap where all we do is talk about the impeachment thing. And this show is about current events, but it's not just about Trump. It's not just about politics. It's not just about the impeachment thing. But fucking President Trump has painted me into a corner. I have no choice but to go with with this before we get to the questions. because I think this is important information. The Washington Post, the brand new poll out today, if you haven't heard it yet, should Congress have begun an impeachment inquiry? Should Congress have begun an impeachment inquiry? No, there's no echo. July, those numbers were yes, only at 37%. Meanwhile, the no's all the way at 59%. Fast forward to now, and those numbers have reversed. Should Congress have begun an impeachment inquiry now? Yes, 58. No, 38. So you would think the Democrats have some momentum at their back with this impeachment thing, and truth be told, they do, but don't get too excited. These are Democrats who can mess up anything facing off against a president who's never been in trouble for one thing in his life ever. Ever. Meanwhile, President Trump, because you know the laws, the rules, they don't apply to him, he's like, What impeachment inquiry? Have my White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, or Pat Cipollone, I'm not sure, but I like Cipollone. Have this White House counsel have him whip me up a six-page letter, basically giving a middle finger to Congress and the American people when it comes to this impeachment inquiry. The key sentence from Pat Cifilone's letter to Congress reads as follows. In the history of our nation... The House of Representatives has never attempted to launch an impeachment inquiry against the president without a majority of the House taking political accountability for that decision by vote to authorize such a dramatic constitutional step. And even though there is no law when you're drinking the claw, or that says that the House has to have a formal impeachment vote before the inquiry can begin. Well, there are no House rules or procedures even dictating the way the impeachment ball bounces. Still, President Trump and his legal team, bold new legal theory? Sure. Why not? This nation's only been at it for a little while. My initial response to this is well, fuck, Nancy, call them on their bluff. You read the Washington Post poll. I read the Washington Post poll. Just, I mean, you have the numbers. Just have the vote. Let's make this thing official, Nancy. Come on, Nancy, let's have a vote. Here are the arguments against the vote you have to draft the precise language that's not a good enough excuse nancy that's not a good enough excuse that place is crawling with attorneys whether they're representatives or staffers they write laws all day full of precise language fucking figure it out uh there would also it would be opened up to a floor debate so be it it's not the senate the floor debate can't go forever floor debate not that big a deal Last point Nancy likes to make or people like to make, she doesn't want to put at risk the purple Democrats, those that's made her the speaker again by winning in Trump districts. But those districts have already turned against the president. That's why they're represented by Democrats now. This is a time for political courage. The person at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, he's full of piss vinegar and political courage and out and out nonsense, out and out nonsense. And I understand it's difficult to go against a political opponent that unpredictable and that unorthodox. It's like fighting Tyson Fury, I get it, it's confusing. But you can do it, Nancy. You can do it, Democrats call their bluff instead of doing this ridiculous rhetorical tug of war day after fucking day about whether or not this thing is official or it's not. People want to tell you we're in a constitutional crisis now. No, we're not. There is no constitutional crisis until either the legislative or the executive branch start ignoring the judiciary. Until that happens, there is no constitutional crisis. That's what's going on today. Again, I feel like my brain should be finishing another thought, but whatever fish be, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's go old school. Go old school. Just do this all night. That's right. Who needs who needs the kitar, the bass, and the Latin triangle? And we've got this. You bet. Now we're cooking. All right. Question one. Uh, why were you wrong about Bernie yesterday? Well, I wasn't wrong about Bernie yesterday. That certainly hasn't been proven yet. I was right about Bernie yesterday, or at least I believe I'll be proven right. But here's the reason why you shouldn't believe me. Here's the reason why I'm absolutely wrong about Bernie yesterday, that Bernie's got to go because Bernie's never going to be president, and all Bernie's going to do is fuck everything up. That's all Bernie's going to do. But you know what? That's what people a lot more politically astute than me said about President Donald Trump in the hours before the election. I mean, forget the months and year leading up to it. Hours before the election, they were telling us that Donald J. Trump would never, ever, ever under any circumstance be president of these United States. Yet there he is. Yet there he is. So that's why you shouldn't believe me about Bernie. Just go fast, fish. Just go fast. Let's get through this. Did the president really say the military had no ammo when he took office? Yeah, he uh, he said that. All right, he uh, he definitely said that. But and of course, it's not true. Of, co- of course, the military had bullets when when he took office. It's just one of those things he just says, and it doesn't matter because we live in a post-truth presidency, apparently. Uh, but if you're, you can't go crazy over this, don't start dissecting president's tweets. Don't start dissecting his press conference, because if you're looking for logic there, if you're looking for a fact pattern, you're not going to find one. And all you'll do is drive yourself crazy. I was totally fine mentally. No, that's not true. true. Why are STDs on the rise? Excellent, excellent question. I mean, uh, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, uh, all, like the fifth straight year, they've gone up, up, up. They're like They're like at record highs. Uh, my theory, uh, and with no factual data and no research done here, obviously, uh, my theory as to why STDs are on the rise, even though sex overall among young people is going down, it's because when I was, I mean, I'm 44 now, but when I was growing up, like 20s and 30s, the fear of AIDS was 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 palpable. Like it was, it was still a thing. And of course, now it is still a thing, but not like it was. So hence the spike in STDs. Is Ellen DeGeneres allowed to be friends with George W. Bush? Of course, one hundred percent. Ellen is allowed to be friends with George W. Bush. She was getting all types of grief for sitting next to George W. Bush at a Dallas Cowboys game? I mean, come on. I mean, sure, did George W. Bush do a whole bunch of stuff like, I don't know, start a war in Iraq, like you don't agree with? Yeah, sure. But by all accounts, he, he's a kind man. He's a, now he just, he just hangs out and paints. He just hangs out and paints now. You know, he he sits next to Ellen. And this idea that you can't be friends with someone that has differing political ideology than you is ridiculous. And it does nothing for the marketplace of ideas. It does nothing for free speech. And it is not the direction we want this country to go in. You should pride your—if you look around— and your entire peer group has the exact same political philosophy as you. Either your only peer group is a political party, or you got to get out more. It's not, I mean, it's important, but it ain't that important. Leave Ellen and W alone. Yo, it's me, Fish B. And that is the kitar. Is it true we're going to San Diego and Tijuana on Saturday, Fish be, uh I've got fantastic news. Our favorite places to be in the world. Uh yeah, but we're n- we're not going Saturday. We're going a week from Saturday. More on that forthcoming. In the meantime, more kitar. <laughs> How'd the mental health doctor go? And what was the toughest question asked? Man, I honestly, my head is still spinning a little bit. It's just, I, I just feel completely overloaded and from the mental health doctor. And it's, I mean, it went fine, but things are all starting to blend together. The toughest question... I, it's honestly, I mean, it's just everything is starting to blend together. I I know asking me what I hope to get out of our time together is a difficult question. Oh, personally, uh, she also asked me if uh, if what I did was art. Like like is this is this is this podcast is is this, is this creation that we that that we do Monday through Friday is this art. And, uh, and right now, like, like in this moment, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, uh, sometimes, sometimes, I mean, if you were to catch me, I mean, this, this, is, this is part of a self-esteem thing, I think. I mean, if, if you were to catch me in my absolute, like, uh, uh, you get me some, some, some whiskey courage in me to the point of borderline arrogance, I'll tell you damn right it starts. But you get me how I'm feeling right now, but I'll tell you, damn right, it's not art. I can't even finish a sentence, for God's sake. Do you have any desire to date Representative Ilhan Obar of Minnesota of the squad? She's, um, I feel, uh, I feel bad for her. She's getting divorced again. She had an affair. There's, the, there's allegedly there's, there's children involved. Um, I was listening to Glenn Beck and whoever, Stu, whoever the fuck he does a show with. And, uh, and they were having all kinds of fun, making fun of, uh, representative, uh, Omar's marital woes, like, like that. Like someone's broken heart is reason for all of us to celebrate. I'm not quite sure other than the right wing's constant desire to elevate this very, very scary woman because she's Muslim and wears things on her head. God knows what they are, but they're on her head and she's scary. I think she looks like King Tut. She doesn't look like King Tut. Well, maybe a little. But anyway, she... um. What was the question? Was there a question, Fishby? I'm very confused. Do you have any desire to represent, to date uh, uh, Omar? Uh, no, no, I, I think. She's very pretty. She's, but if I was, if I was, if I was to go after a, a member of the squad, uh, we we'd get rid of uh, of AOC's fella, and I would th- th- that would be if I was to. I mean, I don't. I mean, this is this is all hypothetical, non- hypothetical nonsense. What are we even fucking talking about? Next, next, move on. Keytar transition. Oh, here's a uh, here's an interestingly long question. Can you say something uncomfortably bold that most people will disagree with, even though it's true? Can I say oh what Can I say something uncomfortably bold that most people will disagree with, even though it's true? Well, Representative Ilhan Omar looks a little bit like. <coughs> I, uh, I'm not making, I think she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful, I'm not, I'm not to, I'm, I'm making fun of, anyway, moving on. I Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah, sure, here's something uncomfortably bold, yet true, most people disagree with. Uh, cocaine is gonna be legal in our lifetimes. Get over it and move on. And you know who'd be safer the next day if the United States of America did that? all of latin america you want to make the world a safer place we drop a lot of bombs in the middle east we have all kind you you want to do something that really would make the world a safer place turn down the blow wars next have you finished orwell yet Here's the thing on these George Orwell books. I'm reading my first fiction since junior high because it's tough for me to follow the narrative. But I also forgot, like, I I can speed read a newspaper and a magazine article, okay. But when it comes to reading fiction, now, most people, when they read to themselves, read at a slightly uh, faster uh, rate they do than if they were reading aloud. Not me. It's the exact same speed. And in a weird way, maybe that's kind of how I got decent at, at talking when I was growing up because there was that constant inner dialogue but I can't turn that off so I can only read as fast as I can speak in my mind, which isn't very fast. And no one told me the Orwell books. Were- I feel like all I've been doing is reading Orwell. I'm like halfway through with 1984. I haven't started Animal Farm yet. Jennifer White recommended two books to me. There's one that's a uh, very heady, very heady. And then she also represented the Babysitter's Club based on my performance of Orwell, I'm going with the Babysitter's Club. I can't wait to get to it. Orwell's wearing me out. Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. Hey, Fish B, again. Who should we call on Friday? Oh, this is, uh... Yeah, we got... We got what, is it, what is it? Tuesday in our world? Tuesday night? Yeah, we got to figure this out. We called Jennifer last week. Jennifer suggested Patricio, but Patricio is such an introvert, other than his guitar. He's not he's not gonna do the show. Patricio's not gonna. We'd be lucky to get a sentence or two out of Patricio. Um, I don't know if she listens personally. I think Gail does, in fairness. But a couple nights ago, there there was nothing to eat in this house. And so I made the mistake of having one of those oh-that's-good Oprah pizzas where a third of the crust has been magically replaced by, like, cauliflower dust or something. And I believe there's also the tusk of bull walrus and vampire semen in addition to that. But I, I don't know for sure. I didn't I didn't read the ingredients. I just assumed that they were part of the magic. But oh-that's-good... Oh, no, it wasn't, Oprah. And I don't think it was the cauliflower. I think something went wrong in the kitchen. Like, I don't, uh, so I think Oprah owes me. I think Oprah is, uh, so if some, if someone could get this to Gail and then Gail could get it to Oprah, uh, Oprah would make for a good Friday phone call. Oh, there's Isaiah's music. Thank God, just in the nick of time. Uh, Tonight, Isaiah writes, our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player, he writes, Who wins in a karate fight between a lion and a bear? See, Isaiah cares about this stuff because he actually has karate on Monday and Tuesday nights. Um... Wow, animal karate. In fairness, the only animal I've ever seen attempt the martial arts was a kung fu panda. Pandas are bears, therefore the bear... And they call the lion the king of the jungle. And I've made this point before, but it's been a long time. And on behalf of the grizzly bears out there, and especially the rare breed, the highest compliment that I'll ever give a thing is a fire-spitting grizzly bear. Uh, congratulations, lions, on being king of the jungle. But you compare jungles to the earth's forest, and there's way more forest, and bears are the king of the forest, so who's really king, Lion? Who's really king? I'm Was the original question about karate? Did I answer it? Oh well, let's just, let's just go. Time now for the artist formerly known as Paletta Bola de Fuego. Now we simply call it the finale. The federal deficit reached the highest level in seven years. Thanks, Republicans. Fiscally responsible. Researchers from a college say no link between crime and legal weed. Tamika Tiny Harris, $750,000 worth in jewelry stolen out of her Lambo. Uh Uh-huh. Bruno Mars is 34. Seems older, but he's not. Fox Sports has hired Rob Gronkowski. Simone Biles, now the winningest female gymnast ever. Congratulations, Simone. The latest future John Wick is a chick. Gwen Stefani wins a Fashion Icon Award from the yet-unheld People's Choice Awards. Weird, but I guess the people have voted. The Air Force dropped more bombs on Afghanistan last month than any month since 2010. And lastly, Melania B-Best Trump, part First Lady, part Hostage, part Feline, broke ground on a brand new White House Tennis Pavilion. Taxpayer dollars well spent and uh that was really a disaster of a show that was that was nothing short of a disaster uh we'll be back tomorrow and i i'd say it can't go worse but i've proven myself wrong before uh if anything tonight uh struck you as weird or you feel like you're not feeling quite right mentally I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to NAMI.org, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, N-A-M-I.org. Lots of resources. Now, say goodnight, Tom Galeo. Uh, uh, uh.